Welcome, 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 welcome. Todos, todos, arrímense. Huddle up, huddle up. It's the What Did He Said podcast, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. I don't know what y'all are up to right now, man. You might be on a treadmill. You might be stuck in traffic. You might be on an airplane. But thank you for tuning in. Real quick, man, before we get started, I just want to hit y'all with these tour dates. September 27th, Ontario, California. In the IE, you guys sold it out early, so we added a show. That's September 27th. That's this Thursday. Wichita, Kansas, October 7th. Wichita, Kansas. Que onda, culeros? Me and Kansas go way back. October 20th, I'm coming to the 505. Burke, have my green chili ready. Por favor, believe it. That's October 20th, Albuquerque at the stage. Very next day, Oklahoma City. OKC, what up? Shout out my boy Jay Poe. I'll be out there October 21st. And then we end the tour, man. And then it's over. October 25th through the 28th in San Anto. Saytown, S-A-T-X, Countdown City, 210. Good old Timmy Duncan. Shout out to the Spurs. Shout out to Fiesta. Shout out to Military. That's where we end in the tour, man. October 25th through the 28th. That's actually where I just started my whole career in San Antonio. But this podcast right now. The audio is cool. It's decent. I, I didn't bring these mics. You know, these right here that you can hear. You see, see these right here? We didn't bring those. You know, we were in Dallas. But uh, it sounds decent. Uh, so pardon a little bit of the echo. Um, just hang in there. The podcast, after a little while, the weed wears off and we start to kind of like make sense. But uh, we start to talk like movies. Uh, my boy Luis Juarez, comedian, up and coming. He's funny as a motherfucker, man. His shit is like witty, smart hilarious my boy midnight he brings a pain to the stage man he might twerk for y'all you never know uh shout out my boy midnight and luis juarez dallas based comedians we had a great conversation we talked about jealousy jealousy was like the topic of the day you know because uh cat williams had just gone off on tiffany haddish and and, and you know we, we talked about that uh uh we even threw a little sermon in there. So it's a good podcast, man. Uh, if you got time to kill and you want to hang out for an hour, we were in uh, my boy Midnight's house, and we taped this in Dallas. Again, thanks to everybody that came to the shows at the Arlington Improv. You know, even if there was a Canelo fight happening, you guys still showed up. And I'm telling y'all, man, that shit means so much, bro. Because I'll be, like, kind of nervous. You know, I'll be like, man, people going to show up. You know, it's even worse when it's like, man, Canelo's fighting and it's September 16th and it's a Cowboys game. But you guys made it happen again. Thank you very much, man. So without further ado, uh, Luis Juarez at Midnight Comedy. I'll see you guys in Ontario this Thursday. Sas, peace. Estás escuchando el podcast con más huevos. Más huevos que los demás. Ladies and gentlemen, we are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas. This your boy Chingo Blingo with the Big Tamarindo. Today, I have with me two of the funniest motherfuckers representing Dallas, man. Just yeah. two of the funniest Latinos in the game. Two of the funniest just comedians in the game. It ain't yeah. about skin color or where you from. I'm with my homie, you know what I'm saying? My big homie, my OG. Did hey. you like that when I called you my OG in the my comedy OG. game? Like, I'm, I, but I'm younger than you, though. <laughs> <laughs> midnight. We have Midnight Castillo, and we have Luis Juarez. What's up? And first of all, man, just shout out to, to you guys for killing it out here in, uh, at the Arlington Improv. Shout out to everybody that showed up. We had five packed shows, man. That's with yeah. the Cowboys playing. Canelo having a mega rematch. Yeah. Canelo was making money. But say what fight? 
Yeah, man. Have you so, did, have sold you seen out, it? wasn't it? Yeah, it was sold out. Sold out. I was showing the sold out. Show? Yeah, they, yeah, it was what sold out. Damn. Uh, a pig even showed up. A little somebody, somebody with a pop belly pig yeah, came baby, up. Someone baby brought pig. a little baby piglet, bro. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah, this kid, man, he he was on one. Uh, he he yeah. he didn't know the rules of uh, of comedy clubs. He didn't know you couldn't bring farm animals and <laughs> and, and talk to the MC. I mean, you know, the comedian while he's up there. And yeah. He, you know, selfies and shit. Uh, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, that motherfucker looked like that dude. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, off a of Street Fighter, the one that has all the bracelets. Yeah. D- Dawson. <laughs> Dawson. <laughs> With a cowboy hat. Stretches. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude stretches. stretches. <laughs> It yeah. was him with a cowboy hat with a little pig. He looked like he was a cartel member, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 2003, Chingo Bling went to India yeah. and yeah. became a farmer. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You tripped me out when you said his gold grill smelled like shit. You're like, oh, it's gold grill. <laughs> oh, man, ain't that a bitch. So, yeah, man, we're in Dallas. We're actually in, in Oak Cliff. What side of Oak Cliff? South, South, South Oak Cliff. We are in South, South Oak Cliff uh, here at Mahoney Midnight's house, man, at, at the, uh, it's the Pinche Panocha Palace. Shit, you Dallas already know, edition. Baby. It's a it's a bachelor pad, baby. I got I got everything in here is for bitches. Everything, everything in here. I got candles. What for bitches? You know what I'm saying? I got I got roses in the uh uh in a jar in the restroom. Who's that for? Not for me. It's for bitches. Yeah, it smells like a fish market in here. It looked like you opened up a magazine of like Cosmopolitan. Yeah, and it's like top ten things for bitches. For things really? bitches love. Glade. For bitches. You know, otherwise, shit. If there were no such thing as bitches, this be just, it'd be yeah. opposite. Shit. Be no roses. Be no roses. No no artwork on the walls. Nothing. He's like, I don't even like art, man. Fuck man, art. If this, was for, for, if, this, if this place was for a dude, man. Get roasted. Man, we wouldn't have no pine saw, nothing. It was just water on the floor. Trap house. Yeah, and of course this is this is a hypothetical world like where you don't have a girl, and she yeah. can just hear everything you just said. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad yeah. though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, act right. Shout out to you. Yeah, what's up, baby girl? I love you. <laughs> Dedication hour. Love you for your thing. Yeah. I love you. I'm baby, gonna drop a little uh, MV Riders for you real Cheek. quick, so you can hold it down. <laughs> you can get moist. What's you know? that though? Yeah. What's that thing he puts in his mouth? Yeah, yeah, MC Magic. Yeah. yeah, that's the homie, man. MC Magic. Follow, follow the real MC Magic on uh, on Instagram, especially if you're an artist, you're an entertainer, you're a comedian. Hey, man, this boy got his business down, bro. So props to MC Magic. Love you know, MC people Magic, be sleeping, man. man. They be, you know, they don't be knowing the type of moves that uh, you know us OGs be making. So it's MBK. Yeah, that's the boy. Click, and then it became what? MB Riders. MB Riders. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's independent, man. He's independent, bro. Shout out to him. You know, I'll be, I'll be peeping game, bro, because, uh, you know, I got my tour going. He has his tour going. But I'll be looking. I'll be like, damn, man. Shit. Man, what? Hey, bro. I hit him up. Hey, man, what venue is that? You know, he hit me up about shit. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, man. Respect, dog. MC Magic, man. He's holding it down for Phoenix. Doing his motherfucking thing. I With did, the talk box. I dedicated uh, a song, an MC Magic song, to this one girl one time. I knew, I forgot the name of it was. But it, it was something, it was it was out of tune. MB Riders? Yeah, that shit was nice, man. Because I think it was in Magic City. I like that one a lot, the one yeah. that had uh, Gemini on it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Gemini, man. Uh, representing yeah. D-Town. D-Town? But yeah, man, we out here. You know what, tonight, in a couple hours, 
Right now, I'm just hanging with the homies, but in a couple hours, we're going to head to, uh, what's the name of the mall? North Park Mall. <clears throat> yeah, we're doing a, a screening. I'm hosting a screening for Kevin Hart. So, uh, Kevin Hart's uh, new movie is called Night School. And Tiffany Haddish is in it. Who, did y'all hear about the controversy? Uh, Where uh, Cat Williams. Cat Williams? Yeah, Cat Williams was, uh, you know, stating his opinion and, uh, you know, not giving a fuck about who cared. Yeah. And he was just basically, you know, critiquing uh, t- Tiffany Haddish a little bit. And then Kevin Hart went live on Instagram. This is a cheese man way. Yeah. It's a cheese man way. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I feel like some comedians, man, are so, uh, how could I say it? Not, not that they hate her or anything, but someone feels so entitled, man. And, and it's just... Call them out, Midnight. Sound like you got nah, some, man, something just, on your chest, please. <laughs> no, nah, man. I just, I just like, like, comedians know that there's a lot of other comedians that are haters, that just want to see you down. And if they see you up, it's down. It's, it's just like any other game. Like, it was in a rap game. There'd probably be some envious motherfuckers of you, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, it's just how it goes. That's how it is. Go ahead, just, call, call you know what I'm saying? And I think he, he just caught up in that little, you know. It, it sounds like you're talking about somebody specifically. But hold on, oh, let me play this. Jealousy is a dangerous thing. It's a scary thing what people will do when you didn't do nothing to him. It ain't like they was fighting in the field and the fight got out of control. Abel hadn't done nothing to Cain. Cain just killed him because God blessed him. Some people just hate you because you Mega church, hone it down. So he's kind of like the Dallas version of Joe uh, Onstein, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just get down, it's the man. Big celebrity church, bro. Michael Irvin went there, I think. People just hate you because you blessed. Think about it though. There's, there's for real. There's people who, um, they, you know, there's different levels. Of, of mindsets. There's different levels of vibration. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's some that understand, hey man, I just gotta be supportive. Like, I just gotta be positive. Mm-hmm. I want to see, like, you have to control the ego and tell the ego, oh, no, no, no. Is, is that a little envy? It happens. We're human, right? It's like, yeah. damn, you know, man, man, I just went up there, killed that shit. It's like, I can't wait to get that good. Yeah. But it's but it's positive, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's not like, man, man, I like how Luis... His writing, man, he can show like a super smart. He can show just how smart he is, man. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, am I dumbing my stuff down? Do I need... But it's all positive. It's just props, you know? So we're all human. But at the same time, bro, like, I think there really is some folks out there that would love to see you turn down your shine a little bit. And like, man, Luis, can you just let up off the gas for a second, bro? Because I see you making moves. Can you just pump your brakes a little bit? Yeah. I'm Less. Chingo T.D. Jakes in this motherfucker. The ego is a dangerous thing, man. Yeah, you gotta check the, the ego. The ego is dangerous, bro. The ego is just gonna fuck you Don't up. try to confuse the ego with confidence because confidence is a whole Yeah, you gotta thing. have confidence. You gotta have confidence, but your ego, man, 
is dangerous. When you think your ego is just, uh, man, you better keep that so, motherfucking check, bro. Really, this is an intervention for Luis, because, you know, we just wanted to holler at you right now, player. We set up this whole <laughs> podcast situation just so we could have a conversation. Oh, actors, the baby was an actor, too. <laughs> yeah, the baby was in on it. Yeah. She's like, Daddy. Yeah, this is- <laughs> Daddy, so what's the, yeah. what are we saying? That it's my diaper? That's why we in here? But I, I just want to see Luis' face. <laughs> But yeah, I was right. like, tell me how it went, the intervention. About <laughs> <laughs> Reese's yeah, right there at the door and shit, waiting to come out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, you know, my point is this. This is what I'm trying to say is, look, if you got jealousy in your heart, envy in your heart, it, you know, hey, man, you're human. You're human. I get it. But at some point, you know, we're going to cut you some slack so that you can mature on your own and peep game what the, what the game is really about. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, but so, you know it's good to be jealous sometimes, though. You get two warnings, is what you I'm know saying. Yeah. Like, like I'm jealous. I, like I'm jealous of Jay Z. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a, you know that's a little positive yeah. jealousy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's too big. Like if I would be jealous, I have to have something real good to be jealous about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like uh, like Jay Z and Beyonce, man. Beyonce, number one. Number one. Well, she number two after you know yogurt. You know you gotta say that. Number one. Number <laughs> one. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase that. Number one. Number one. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else. Just nobody her. else. Just her. Yeah. Yeah. He does like that so was my, that was my girl. My girl number one. Yeah. yeah he does like am I point five? Am I zero? <laughs> you can get a, you can get a little jealous, of, you know, like a little Jay Z, you know, just a little, you know, but you know, like uh, let's say somebody I'll be jealous about. Uh, let's say. Like, like, who got a dope-ass beard, bro? And you're like, yeah. fuck, I wish oh, I Oh, that dude, Dan Brazilian? Dan Brazilian? Yeah, the dude is uh, Dan's beard or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Bilzerling? or He always yeah, got, like, yeah. 10, 15 oh, bops. Yeah, yeah. He's always on a yacht. He's just shooting guns or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that man, dude, that dude looks like he live a good-ass life, man. I'm a little jealous. See, like, that, you can get jealous of that. You know, stuff like that. But don't get jealous of a dude that got a better car than you. Just work harder. And you can probably get a better car than yeah. he got. You and know sometimes, sometimes you can look at it like, that car ain't nothing but a liability. That car ain't nothing but a, uh, 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 that's a bill. Yep. You know, who am I trying to impress with that car? Yeah. So what, what, what we trying to say to you, uh, you know, whoever's listening, you know, if you're going through a little negative patch, Change your perspective a little mm-hmm. bit. Peep the game and learn to adapt so you can grow as an individual and your vibration could get right. So what we're talking about is Kevin Hart, uh, Kevin Hart was defending. He took the high road. Mm-hmm. He took the high road. So who can argue with Kevin Hart on the route he took? Who could possibly critique and be like, oh, he only did it because he got a movie out. Uh, it's called Night School, which I'm hosting tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. AMC, uh, Normal yeah. Hart 15. Yeah, shout out to Heart Productions. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Thursday, she's popping. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Uh, but you know, like the route, uh, the route Cat Williams took when he he was stating his opinion. That's something you keep to yourself, man. I think, mm-hmm. you know. And Cat's one of my favorite comedians of all time. I had the pleasure of meeting him one time. But um, you know, sometimes, man, you take that route, and I'm and of course now you could look at it like, is he trying to sell tickets with controversy? Like he went on the radio in Atlanta, but. Usually, man, it's just not a good look. You're just gonna look bitter. You're gonna look like, like you you're mad at somebody. Like you're jealous of Kevin Hart. You only say something like that when you want somebody to respond. And that's what it got. 
Yeah. True. Now him and Kevin Hart, you know, Kevin Hart. They got me. They got me. Million followers. Hey, it it's, works, it's, man, because it got me to look at their videos. It's the news, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a way of news. Entertainment news. Oh, yeah, man. I wouldn't want to be jealous of. Like, I'm, I'll be jealous of the dude that invented the, the new Iron Man suit. I'm jealous of that dude, man. And the 14 people, because they only, he only made like 50 of them. So 50 other people could get the Iron Man suit. You don't know that the dude that made the Iron Man suit? Uh huh. He, it's a real Iron Man suit out there that works. Oh, for real? Yeah. It's a, I swear to God. You say you jealous of him? I'm jealous of that dude, dog. <laughs> he got a real Iron Man suit. <laughs> he got a real Iron Man suit. Can you imagine midnight? He's on a list. You put that whole arm in night and you just yeah. go, bro. I just, <laughs> my girl over there on the phone like, hey, uh, fuck you. Hey, that, I, you should be flying kind of low. Like, <laughs> like, man, I think I'm running out of gas in this hole. <laughs> the jets won't carry me all the way up. I'm just malfunction. malfunction. He said, he, 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 the, the, what's the name? He said the suit could go to like uh, 125 feet. Man, I'll be, yeah. be like about, about a, a foot off the ground. Yeah, you got about five feet the most. About, about five feet. He be in shallow air. Yo, I'm just testing this hole out, baby. Just try to see what it do. I'll cause a tornado, man. Yeah, so that that's the cheese, man. And I pulled up the TD Jakes because I, I had just uh, s- seen it on Instagram. But yeah. it's true, man. It's just a human flaw, you know. And they say you have to kind of like stay on top of your your thoughts and your character like a garden, like weed it out and just peep whatever little habits you know you you want to shed or or certain good habits you want to pick up. But uh, I think motherfuckers feeling entitled and bitter and critiquing, you know. Especially in the comedy game, man. Like, we should, there should be enough room. There's room for, you know, uh, like Steve Trevino, and there's room for Raymond Orta, uh, Mario Salazar, you know, uh, you know Jesus Trejo, yeah. Midnight, Luis Juarez. Man, there's more than enough room, bro, because, like, it's hard, you know, when you look at the Hispanic influence on entertainment, sometimes it's hard to think of, like, well, who's our Martin Lawrence or who's our Samore? Who's mm-hmm. our fucking, mm-hmm. you know, like, who's our Lil Duval? Who got a song out right now? Who's our Ice Cube? Yeah. You know, exactly. Who's our Ice Cube? Exactly. Who's our Ice Cube? Yeah. We're bigger than just the Latin Kings of Comedy now. Yeah. Like, yeah. we can have Lil Duvals. We're going to have Cat Williams. You know, like, your Cat style. Williams. Like, your style. Yeah, your style is totally different. Sorry, cut you off. It's totally different than, like, my style. And, yeah. you know, um, shit. You know, Flacco. Uh, what's his name? Isaac Flacco. Uh, your style is different, so every midnight style yeah. is super distinct from like ninety nine percent of Latin. Yeah, you know, motherfuckers. Really? Everybody after the show was like, "That was a really good show." All of y'all were different, and that's what yeah. we would say. Like, y'all were different at all. Y'all, it's it's nice. Yeah, yeah. your one liners, yeah. like your one liners. You know, your perspective on on stuff. Like, I was laughing because last night, uh, uh, last night I tried your mom's salsa. I had tamales and pizza. Yeah. I put it on both. We even mixed it with some ranch, bro. Oh, and it was literally one of those like, yo, man, he went lying. Like, this is some shit to write home about. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is good. And yeah. uh, that's crazy, man, because, like, uh, you, wouldn't, you know, when you mix the, uh, stuff together that you ain't supposed to mix, uh-huh. yeah. it'd be the best shit. I don't know what It'd be the best shit, like, bro. Everybody be trying to get her to make it for, like, their parties and stuff. Well, my, uh, Marisol said, uh, she's like, tell Luis that's what I want for my birthday. I need a jar. <laughs> um, yeah, she did. She's like, she got yeah, on the bus. Like, hey, it, no, it, 
It was, I forget what my point was uh, bringing that up about last night. Low high and shit. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. Well, well, this is this is what it was. I remember. It reminded me of your joke. Uh, I don't want to, you know, give it all away, but you know, you could tell how mom, how how angry your mom is at your dad. About how hot the sun is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it's you, true though. You say true. Uh, he'd fuck up, and my asshole would pay for it. <laughs> oh yeah. So I, anyway, I tasted. I was I laughed again because you know you got some quotable ass jokes, but that one came to mind. Based on true story, <laughs> I mean, we put salsa on everything from like good, breakfast. Uh-huh. Just my mom uh-huh. just made just to make so much of it. I mean, that's part yeah, of morning breakfast. <laughs> Remember, you going to school, man, and you all fucked up in the ass because of yeah, the chicken. I can't even sit in the fucking chair <laughs> all day. And like, man, what the hell, my dad do? Man, I've been looking for a place to use that joke. What do you mean? There's this, I, I want to do an act out on stage, like full on act out. Yeah. I want to do, y'all seen Carlito's Way? That movie Carlito's Way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I seen Laleen. You know what I'm talking about? The dude in the wheelchair? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me, man. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Let's see. I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. man. I'll go back and watch it, though. I'm I just want to do it until I can talk about it. I can't sit in a chair because of my ass. Oh, the teacher's oh. asking me why I can't sit in the desk. I'm like, look at me, man. Yeah, like you stupid as shit. Yeah, that might be a cool. Not only would it be a cool ass act out, but just that reference, like the percentage of the crowd that gets it. Yeah, they could be like, "Is that fucking Carlitos way?" Yeah. If they get it, they get it. Yeah, exactly. It's a bonus. It's a little Easter egg. Yeah. Speaking of old movies, man, um, I watched Full Metal Jacket the other day, and it it had been years. Have y'all watched that lately? I've never seen the full movie, but I saw the uh, first like fifteen minutes of it. Yeah. And that first 15 minutes is intense with like yeah. that dude and the Gomer Pyle dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, the drill sergeant, that's what you're talking uh, about? Yeah. Or, yeah, he drives that Gomer Pyle looking dude to, yeah. you know, I only saw him to the parts, so I don't know what happens after that. So that's, that's what I wanted to talk about. I think it was a Stanley Kubrick, right? This old school director, yeah. classic motherfucker. And uh, the way he told that story, like the way he broke up the script, like the whole first act was the drill sergeant who I heard wasn't casted as the part. They had an actor uh-huh. and his job as a real drill sergeant was yeah. to coach him as to how to make it real. Oh, and they were like, hey bro, you got the sauce. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that other guy. Guess what, bitch? You're fucking fired. Yeah. You, real drill sergeant. Get yeah. in that bitch. <laughs> so the whole first third of the movie is we just see like the main character, the little you know skinny uh, white guy with glasses and shit who's conflicted. He's conflicted between peace and war or whatever. And then uh, they showed a drill sergeant going in. It's just, a, it's like scene after scene after scene of, it's like they sat there and said, okay, what are ways that a drill sergeant could fuck with you? Uh, if your shoe locker, your foot locker's fucked off, you didn't lock it, okay, yeah, he could say like, motherfucker, yeah, yeah. I, I got dead partners that didn't lock their foot locker, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then finally it goes to, uh, I think, like Vietnam, where you start to hear the music come in, like the, the, the oh, culture, yeah. and then that's when the miso horny and, and uh, okay. the, the, pros- the prostitutes. And that's all for that movie? Yeah. That reference. I that's that, that whole second act. Miso horny, yeah, though. Like the little Asian, you know, the Vietnamese okay. girl that they were pimping, basically. When I first saw uh, Full Metal Jacket, I go, what? This is what movie it is from? I was like, damn. It's crazy. Oh, because the song. Yeah. Well, a lot of those Kubrick films are like that. That uh, what's that movie called? Clockwork Orange. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that movie? Those dudes are like just drinking milk. They're all. It's all artsy and psycho. Oh man, it's trippy. I think Uh, he did. uh, 
That should be like a movie assignment, bro. If we could yeah, challenge, yeah. if you could challenge each other oh, or whoever's down to join in, if we did a challenge like watch uh, Space Odyssey 2001, yeah. Clockwork Orange, and uh, Full Metal Jacket. Those are all the same director. Doctor Strange, uh, Doctor Strange Love, I think is his too. You know, talking about it's like the one where the dude is like on a bomb and he's got a cowboy hat. It's like a famous thing. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, he drops out of the about, plane. It's about like military stuff? Yeah, it's like a military. It's a satire. I never heard of that. That's no. They're commenting on war and stuff like that. It's, it's crazy, crazy, man. Y'all, 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 I don't never heard of these. Well, this, this is how I didn't know either, bro. But uh, I took, shout out to Ms. Reeves, man. It's, uh, she was a young black teacher at that prep school I went to. Yeah. So out of me and all my, basically my black and Puerto Rican friends and the other Mexican, uh-huh. like we all clicked together because... We were uh, from an inner city, and we like hip hop. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we, so when these two young black teachers got on campus, they were young. So we were, they were like the big homies. We'd be like, "Hey man, you good? Yeah. Ain't, ain't nobody, you know what I mean? You're like, okay, you good? All right, well, let me know how your other class is doing. And like really, like big sisters, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So anyway, Ms. Reeves had a class that was film appreciation, and she would break shit down that I never even, mm-hmm. I never noticed, I never gave a fuck. Well, she would show us like Alfred Hitchcock movies and she would break down like look at the edits look at the cuts yeah. what makes this movie special is that Alfred Hitchcock wrote it to where it seemed like one long shot so all their cuts they'd hide them like say yeah. Luis walks in and delivers a line but we gotta cut to midnight over here when they pan it right there by this uh, doorway that's how you could hide the cut because yeah. it went dark for a second Damn. like little tricks like that or somebody will open up a th- like a suitcase and it kind of like hits the camera and then as it comes down, you know, they're oh, able to man. cut. I'll show you this video after this I did for a speech class where I had to film a thing and I did the uh, pizza, the pizza box. It was like a little thing, I had the pizza box up and I was shooting it. And then when it comes down, somebody's there. Mm. That classic misdirection yeah. you were talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, for editing? Yeah, Birdman, the movie Birdman, have you seen that? That's like a continuous movie, the whole thing. It's supposed like to feel like it's the whole movie though. It's supposed to seem like that. So when you're watching it, you're like, damn, where did they cut? Where did they cut? And make and that's a lot more. Yeah, supposedly, uh, supposedly the rope by Alfred Hitchcock is a, uh, a famous early example. I don't know if he was the first yeah. one, but uh, homegirl, she she taught us about Stanley Kubrick. So she made us watch, yeah. uh, I think, Clockwork Orange. And we were kids. We were like kind of freaked out. Like, man, it's just yeah, kind of weird. weird. And then she showed us um, Space Odyssey 2001, which was weird mm-hmm. as fuck, too. But uh, she she had a point, and, you know, I've always been into art and shit like that, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those Alfred Hitchcock ones are good, like Vertigo, like the way where he's like, walks up the stairs, and he looks down and he goes, Ooh. y'all talking about? Like uh, it's like a famous thing, too, they reference just everything. Like, yeah. you know, when you're walking up some stairs, if you yeah, got those are old effects, right? Like, yeah. uh, they haven't, they don't have that. <clears throat> they didn't have technology like we do, yeah. like, like effects and stuff like now. They find a so way. So they find, they had to find a way, research a way to make it look like somebody is following, uh-huh. like having vertigo. vertigo. Or, you know what I'm saying? It puts a lot of skill on the director, too. Yeah. Back then, now, I mean, anybody can make anything with a computer. Yeah. Not that that's not a skill in itself, but. Back then, Back then they shot it on film. Yeah. So it was expensive. So as an actor, you had to be on point. You couldn't mm-hmm. fuck around. I heard uh, Steve Carell said uh, the quote is that um, he likes working on digital, which nowadays, like a red camera, nowadays a lot of shit's made digitally. Yeah. And uh, so because as an actor, 
it frees you up to where it's not so much pressure and you can kind of like okay yeah, you know get comfortable and free range yeah. not worrying it, about the you don't have that pressure you don't have that pressure so worrying about it, the, like the, the how much film you're like every, trust me bro if you get in your head because you're worried about like damn i fucked up that line and you now you're red in the face and now you're yeah. now you're kind of like mad at yourself and you're looking at every it happened to me you're looking at everybody around you and it's like man they're ready to go home the longer we take it's just costing money See, that's how I feel when I do stand-up sometimes for like some of these clubs where I'm just like, if I, especially if I'm a host or a middle act, where I'm, I have to worry about if the club's doing good, like I just want to make sure that they're making money. For some reason in my head, it just feels like that's, the that's, me- part of the, that's part of the job and it shouldn't necessarily be it. That's yeah. the Mexicans in you, though. That, that's the Mexican in you. Because you're trying, to, yeah, you're you trying to do good business. That's that yeah. immigrant mindset. Yeah, that it's your reputation. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, for example, uh, uh, that immigrant mentality about it being your reputation and like principles. Uh, we ordered, uh, well, my sister-in-law, she's helping watch the baby. She ordered Uber Eats. It was like some um, beef and broccoli and maybe like some other stuff. And then uh, a Sprite was in one bag. This other Uber Eats guy, right? Yeah. I ran down there to get it. And it was supposed to be some wonton soup. But he threw it, it, the restaurant put it in the same bag with the styrofoam beef and broccoli. And then he had his little carrier bag and he threw it in there. Long story short, when I go down there to get it, he pulls it out of that little like Pizza Hut looking thing. Yeah. And it's like a big bag of soup. It's like, what the, it looked like a soda just spilled all over the food, but it was that wonton soup. And, uh, and I was like, whoa, bro. And I called so like, hey, uh, what's the policy? What do you want to do? I never had that issue with Uber Eats. And uh, homeboy, he was like Middle Eastern, right? He's like, oh, it was not like that when I left restaurant. Uh, let me call over. Let me, I don't know, sir. Is it? No, no, that is not okay. And then Saul is like, ah, FaceTime me. We got frustrated. The connection was bad. She's like, she's like, she's fine. She's bringing up. And he's like, no, 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 sir. I cannot let you leave like that with that bag like that. That is not acceptable. <laughs> yeah, I, extra. Yeah. I dropped it in the process. That she said, and the fucking juice really got... And he's like, come on, man. She cannot eat that. And then I left. I went upstairs. This is prior to the show. She just said, fuck it. She just started pouring shit out, <laughs> making it work. Like, oh, it's just juice. And, uh, oh, it's fine. Fuck that soup. She didn't care. She had finished eating. I was done getting ready. Like, an hour went by. We go downstairs. I could pull up the truck. Guess who's in the lobby on the phone? Oh, Uber. shit. No, no. They hit gun. Because I was crying. I think I was high. So when I had Saul on the phone, I said, babe, let me know what you want me to tell him. What are we going to do? Because this man got to go make his money. Yeah. I said, come on, man. You fucking up the man's paper. Like, what's the move? And he took it like, no, man. You said I only care about money. It's not only about the money. This is not only about the money. And it's that immigrant, bro. He was like, bitch, this is my name. Really? He didn't want no bad rating because that's going to fuck up his money. Yeah, it's true. Really. But... At the end of the day, yes, it will fuck up your money. So yeah. it is about money. So I guess in the end, yeah, it's all about so money. You better have some AC for this big ass <laughs> boy up in the Uber. <laughs> I remember it was hot, man. That dude at the Uber dog, he didn't want to put on the air or nothing. Bro. He was trying to hot. conserve his. Sh- he wasn't. Co- he wasn't hot. So yeah, you know, he was. You know, Dang. dog, dog. I I even like put down the window. I was still hot, man. It was. I was sweating. And he wanted to put the AC. What city was this? Huh? What city? I don't know, but it was hot. It was. I think it was Atlanta. I think it was Atlanta. It was hot Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Man, dog. So what, what rating did you give him? Man, I gave him one. 
I gave that motherfucker a one. Did you give him feedback? I even wrote a complaint. I was like, hey, man, I was hot. No AC. This a fool. And that's what I wrote on the little comment thing. <laughs> this a fool? This a fool. <laughs> I like the Ubers where they give you water and shit. Yeah. Mints. Charge your phone. Oh, yeah. Though. Hey, some of them. They went to H. Mile. I'll give them a little tip on well, that. A little they, tip too. They treat it like a business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They looking at it like, like, like I'm trying to get into the uh, Airbnb game. And because uh, we saw this one show on Netflix where uh, it's pretty dope because Netflix is doing like HGTV type shit. Yeah. So the show is about uh, people that have like Airbnbs, but they go through their stats. They're like, oh, Michael has a two bedroom, you know, bungalow within miles of the subway, but he's only rented out 20 percent <laughs> of the time. You know, so he ain't really making that much money. He really sound like one of them dudes. Yeah, dudes, yeah. yeah I, they got the script. Well, I'll be peeping the structure of the yeah, show, yeah. bro. I'll be peeping that shit. So anyway, long story short, they come in and critique the shit out of them, bro. They come in, they're just like, oh, no, this is, man, you just did not give a fuck about the way you put these couches. And like, oh, my God, you have your office shit all over this bedroom. You're reminding people of work. And then over here, you have a fucking exercise bike. You're reminding people that... They should have went somewhere else and, you know, they're trying to relax. You're telling them to work out. So then they come in and remodel and then they retype up their whole, like, take new pictures and retype their whole little description. But uh, but he tells them, basically, he tells them this. Look, you got to look at it like you're the general manager of a small boutique hotel. So the more better experience and that better vibe and feeling you could give people, that's just better for you and your money. Yeah. You just got to approach it the right way. And I, I tell comedians all the time, like, man, you're a business. So you got to take care of yourself. Make sure you're getting rest. Uh, don't be stressed out. You know, don't have, like, you know, nobody in your life that's bringing drama. That way. You hear that, baby? You hear that? You hear what you know saying? <laughs> don't stress me out. <laughs> man, you can. <laughs> that's who you've been wanting to call out I've been, wanting, I've been wanting to call her out, man. You, you That's what I be telling you, Chingo be saying. <laughs> you heard? You heard? So, like, when, how does Airbnb work? Do you put pictures of your house, just the room, right? On uh, a website or? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's several different sites, but Airbnb is the main one. So, it's like you're Ubering your house. You should shoot a video like uh, MTV Cribs, but like you just showing your Airbnb. Your Airbnb. And over here, we got... Yeah. Have you ever fridge. used Airbnb, Blues? No, I never used it. No? Oh, it's fun, bro. It's yeah, fun, bro. It's fun. It's fun. It's yeah. fun because you could pretend that it's your house. Yeah, that you yeah. live there. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I tell my wife and my kid when I feel like like if my daughter, my 10-year-old, if she's been on gadgets too much or she's just not being her imaginative self, uh-huh. I try to make us all present and I'll, I'll force, force us to use our imagination. So yeah. I'll be like, hey, so... um. Sometimes Mickey will be in the back seat, and I'll be like, "Oh, so this uh, ice cream shop, or that we're headed to, or or is this your first time riding Uber?" She, and then right away she starts playing. She'll be like, "No, uh, I use it when I travel." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. So what do you do?" And then it, it allows her to dream, oh, and then okay. she'll be like, "Um, you know, I, I model and I do this, that, and the other, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever that day she might say I'm a teacher, whatever." And then uh, and I'll be like, "Oh, so you know." What's up with this ice cream shop? And she'll be like, oh, my dad, this was, uh, you know, my dad used to own it. Or, yeah, my dad's Chingo Blink. Like, she yeah, just yeah, starts yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it, that's Put together the thoughts. Yeah, my parents like never so said that to me, man. No, that, me it's, a, it's a nice sign of the, yeah. of the progression in a way. Right. Because 
I mean, other people have been able to do that before for a long time, for generations. Yes. Like, where they can talk, do stuff like that with their kids. Uh, so, you know, it's just kind of catching up in a way. It's payback. Yeah. My parents. And this like, time it's personal. But, you vas a trabajar cuando terminen la escuela? I do that joke where I do the joke about the Mexicans make up about 25% of the population. I go, that they know of. And then I just start going like that. <laughs> I had my, my cousin, uh, he went to school at UTA. Ooh, uh, and he had this professor, because uh, he took like Chicano studies and just Mexican American studies. They know it. Yeah, <laughs> he goes, they had a teacher that they used to read some guy and they watched a video on some Mexican guy. It was like a professor. And he's just like, oh, it doesn't matter. He's like smoking a cigar. Like he knows that Mexicans eventually are going to be running. Yeah. We're going to be hitting 40, 45%. Really? Yeah, I think, man, I mean, we probably already at that 50%. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Oh, so. there's people, there's Mexicans in Montana, bro. Well, see, that's what I told my girl on with her, so I can, like, we can just keep mixing Mexican into black, kind of, like. Yeah, man. I just want to keep, your Mexican should be doing her, but. Yeah. Making white kids, have white kids, white Chinese kids. Mexicans. There's Chinese, yeah. uh, Dominican Mexicans. There's, there's all types of Mexicans, man. There's kids that are Mexican, they don't even know they're Mexican. Right. You know, like the big white girls, they were with the Mexican dudes, the biceps. And then when they get sent back, like the girl was pregnant the whole time, but that baby's growing raisins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's, he, but he looks biceps. Like, he's biceps. Like, like, he's like, nah, but he has Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> my name's Jeremy. <laughs> Sound like I missed some shit. Right? I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, the biceps. Edit, edit that out. Edit that part hey, out. Hey, dude. <laughs> the biceps do be liking them big white girls, though, they man. Do, man. Oh, man. My cousin used to bring them home. <laughs> When he would stay with us, the people would we'd go pick them up like in like Beaumont or something, yeah. and they come and they would stay with us, yeah. and then like you know they would babysit us and stuff, and then like, yeah. after they got old enough, they'd go out and start dating and shit, and they'd always come back with a big white woman. Uh, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So big white women like like little paisa. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they all go back to Mexico. Like they're all back in Mexico now. So like when I go visit my family, they're all talking to me. And they'll talk about back in the day. The, well, they got to experience some yeah. you know, some white coochie. They're yeah. probably like, dude, think about it. Imagine if, like, you know, we were all young and single. Yeah. And, and from, like, a country. Let's just say we're Americans. And we have to go to Germany or something for yeah, work. Yeah, or Russia. You got to yeah. go to Russia for yeah. work, right? And all of a sudden, it's like, bro, you remember that Russian bitch you pulled? It's like, bro, we're not even from <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. You were in Russia. Shabaska? My cousin, I mean, my homeboy was like, he just went to the remember World Cup Czech, in Russia. Remember that Czechoslovakian bitch? Uh-huh. <laughs> so what happened? He was in the World Cup in Russia, but he, he like, gets on Tinder. Yeah. But they have, like, this Tinder thing where you could put your location there. You got to pay some extra yeah. money. But So when he was here, before he left, he was already matching with girls on Tinder. And, like, they were talking and shit. But they Russian, yeah, Russian girls. He said, "Man, they, everybody was out there just partying." That's, That's hilarious. Oh man, hey, uh, when party, uh, power party, me fucking. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, and by party, I mean fucking all the time. Hey, when me and my girl went to uh, Europe, I uh, that was like the little fantasy and shit. Like we'd be in an Airbnb in Paris or something, oh, yeah. and then in my mind, I'd be like, "All right, so I'm I'm the French dude." And it's a little tourist uh, chick. Like, she ain't even from here. I'm yeah, just yeah. a local. Atta- or, like, we'd be in Italy, like, in Rome. I- I'd be <laughs> like, wait. Okay, are you- is she the Italian chick that's from here? <laughs> and I'm the, I'm the American? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, think about <laughs> it, dude. I mean, think yeah. about it. Like, it- imagine if you live, like, you're an Italian dude. And you're just, you're from Italy. And you happen to be partying somewhere where there's, like, all these American chicks. 
and then you hook up, you know, or vice versa. You don't think all these American girls, when they over there abroad, like yeah. studying in Italy, you don't think they getting some Italian oh, yeah. riata? <laughs> Boy, they over there trying to get some foreign oh, like, riata. Cannoli. Well, yeah, yeah. The old cannoli. Yo, the old Brazil. Like, you know a little bit of, you know the Genoa, you know the salami. <laughs> you know, they want the roll of provolone over here, <laughs> brother. They over there with that but get us some stromboli up in them, baby. You think it was like that for people going to fight in Afghanistan? Yeah, like, yeah. like in the Arab chick? Yeah. Af- a little Afghan chick? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I well, don't you know what? I know people in Germany, when they to Germany, they definitely a lot of, my grandpa got one out there. Supposedly, I got like a uncle or some shit that's from, he, was a, he fought in Korea I think he was in Germany oh that's some wild shit bro. Yeah. that's a movie right there yeah, that's yeah. hilarious my German cousin <laughs> he probably oh, he looked like he looked just yeah. like you dog he looked look like a girl from a family guy it's a girl it's a girl dog it's a girl me and Cristela Alonzo this summer <laughs> in, the, in the new uh, it's like rehashing twins or something oh, yeah. man. The, uh, Danny DeVito. Man, what if your cousin was Drago, dog? <laughs> yeah, Drago. Like a fat Drago, dog. <laughs> <laughs> With long hair, dog. Paisa's doing stuff. comedy in the, in the snow. Yeah, damn. Same shit. There's a Paisa German over there, man. <laughs> Hard. Yeah, they, you know. Shit. You know them American girls yeah. go over there and try to get some French. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they over there do. They still got the extra skin. That's what they want. Don't want that extra skin on. Yeah. So I wonder, like, <laughs> if you think about it, though, from, but from a Paisa's perspective, you pulling a, 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 a fucking blonde haired, blue eyed, a full bred, red blooded American chick, and you're a Paisa, bro. Like, you're not, this country's so symbolic, I think, to, to, uh, yeah. to immigrants. Like, like Tony Montana, this town, like a great big pussy, man. You know, so it's almost like not only that. I got a girl now, man. Just saying, just saying that word just kind of like creeped me out a little bit when you said this. This great. Do you are? Yeah, yeah, no, like just straight up. I think on the edited version, it was uh, this time like a great big chicken just waiting to get plucked. Oh my god! Oh, that that would have been stupid. It was on the edited when it came on Channel Three. TV. Really? Yeah, because it used to come on regular TV. Hey man, am I am I being bougie? By being like, nah, this is already all burnt up. I should go refill this uh, little pipe. I mean, there's a little bit of green right there. You're a little bit. You're a little bit. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. You know, but this is that high end. Cash it out. You might want to. You might want to change your name from Midnight to like High Grade Night. Because that shit you gave me. Nitros. Give me nitros. It was gas, baby. It was straight up Kush, baby. From the uh, mountains of of Wyoming. Yo, I got I got excited today. I got happy, man. Be real, like the picture. And I was thinking, I was like, man, I might be becoming a real pothead, man. Be real, approved. He he like liked uh, the the Theo Juventino video. So there I am with a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's. Then he do like a podcast or something too, where he like smokes out a car. Yeah. Yeah, I got a homie. That, that's a good uh, podcast too. Yeah, it's, it's dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. Have you seen it? I haven't seen. I've seen videos and like little clips of it. Yeah, like I follow him on. Instagram too, and I see his shit. He has a whole like a whole network. So he he owns a warehouse in like downtown LA, I think by Skid Row, and um, they have like sets, like studio, like green screen. They'll have the car is parked in that bitch, and it's mounted with like a, several cameras. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's had Seth Rogen, like Joey Diaz, oh, yeah. uh, 
a bunch of rappers. He always had smoke in the background, bro. Always. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And he opened up a dispensary. Uh, Hot boxing like that. Mm-hmm. I want to open up a dispensary. Then you can start investing in that shit, right? Like in the weed companies, a lot of them are going public, aren't they? Yeah. I've been seeing like advertisements like how to start advertising or how to start investing in marijuana and shit. That's got to be big. Then that shit went public. Wow. Yeah. That means uh, it's gonna Damn. be Texas. Uh, well, you know what? Years. You know what? Uh, my boy uh, Bash was telling me he just moved to Cali, back to Cali, due to uh, an opportunity with his weed business, uh-huh. where he partnered up with some people. But um, anyway, he was telling me that, like what you said, it's becoming big business. So now, it's almost like if you haven't got in yet, it's gonna be hard to get in mm-hmm. in a way. Because now it's all, but he says a bunch of lawyers like running around, like you know, he says some Jewish money. Oh, like the game been changed to where it's becoming Damn. very like all that legal paperwork type shit, compliance, a lot, of, a lot of loopholes, like the, the the cost of entry. So that's the thing about weed. If 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 you don't if you don't have a lot of startup capital, like you can't go open up a McDonald's. But you can go buy your low ounce yeah. or something and break that up or whatever. Yeah, so the, the fee of entry is lower. Uh, and it, once all these people start making it all corporate, it's like, nah, man, in order to be compliant, do it legally, mm-hmm. you need a 16,000 square foot warehouse that's to all these speculations. That's if you're trying to grow. Yeah. If you're trying to have a, a, a retail outlet, where you like a dispensary, they might have hella rules and shit. So it just becomes like big bang. It's gonna get even worse too. Eventually, like I would say 20 years from now, we'll have like a Walmart type where they own everything. 7-Eleven where they own everything. Some of these drugs is all cash app now. Are they? <laughs> yeah, no. But like, man, it's you know, it's just, just like PayPal. Cash app. Yeah, it's like PayPal. It's not you. Just not saying what the cash was for. Yeah, Especially yeah. if it's like petty, man. If you like buying thirty dollars worth of weed. I don't know the FBI listening. I'm gonna retract that <laughs> that last statement. That that was not the opinion of uh, Jesus Midnight uh, Castillo. Social Security <laughs> number four five five one two three four five six. No. I don't even want to say nothing about it, baby. <laughs> he but wants to uh, move on. Hey, let's move on. Uh, Venmo, but you know what I'm saying? You can catch me on Venmo oh. Cash App. Matter of fact, y'all got some dates y'all want to sh- throw out there? Um, I'm on my way to Ontario next. And, uh, you know, that's September 27th. Man, I'm hitting Wichita, Kansas, October 7th. Albuquerque, first time there, October 20th. And then we have Oklahoma and San Antonio. So, anyway, all the info, yeah. all the dates, all the ticket links is on chingobling.com. Yo sé que la raza tiene miedo usar internet, poner la tarjeta. No, no es el para mí, no. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's how you can get your VIP tickets early, man. And at the end of the night, you're not like, man, why, you know, why he don't do a meet and greet with all, all the people? So, anyway, y'all got some dates, man? Yeah, I'm going to be at the Tulsa Looney Band this weekend. Nice. Uh, 919 through the 22nd, I'm going to be opening for Jason Russell. Uh, he's a real funny dude. Shit, if you in Tulsa, come check Where's he from? He's from here. Okay. He's from the Dallas area, so I'm, I might try to ride over there. I don't know. But, uh, and then Wichita. Yeah, yeah. This, this weekend, I'm going to be in Trader's Village. <laughs> I ain't going to do no show. I'm just going to be out there. If you want to say what's up. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I, got corn, <laughs> I got a corn stand. Yeah. Well, t- 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 man, your clothing line is killing. Tell me your website. Oh, iLiftTacos.com. I lift like it's like I'm lifting a weight. 
Was that a tag on one of your jokes? Like, man, I left tacos. Yeah. And that's how you came up. And that's how I came up with it. Yo, man, you're, you're fucking merch, dog. Yeah. Blowing up, bro. It's like crazy. Like, uh, the photo shoots are dope. The way you campaign online. Uh, how you place, you know, you got models. Like, y'all do photo shoots. Mm-hmm. And you always have fresh designs. Your shit's always on trend. So it's not just, like, some gimmick taco t-shirt. It's, like, fashionable. It really is. Yeah, it's like, yo, in my Urban Outfitters right now. Yeah. I'm confused. That taco drip shirt, I like that one a lot. Yeah. It's very kind of part of the time in a way. Yeah, know? it's because I most well, I come from, like, an art background. I've always been into art. Yeah. But, uh, like, fashion, it was just recently happened because, uh, you know, I'm into sneakers. I'm into the latest fashions and stuff like that. I might not dress it because I can't afford it yet, but, you know, I'm getting there. Uh, you know, I try to dress the part as I can, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, shit, your, your kicks are always on, on point. And, uh, I appreciate but, but the clothing line, I mean, you're able to wear it on stage yeah, because yeah. It, it looks like it's from the mall, you know? Yeah. And uh, the one with the drips, have you made the multicolored one yet? Uh, not yet. It's on. It's out online right now. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that. and that was like that was out online. I usually like. I, I draw my own. Uh, I like all the designs I've come up with myself, and and uh, I'm learning. I'm just now learning uh, uh, to get better on Illustrator. Uh-huh. But I used to send off my drawings to uh, to another guy that would digitize it or like uh, put it in vector form. Yeah, and then. So you would send him sketches? Yeah, I'll send him sketches like, "Hey man, this is the idea I'm working on." Oh, that's dope. And 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 he'll like he'll like digitize it or just digitize work. So that iPad program, do you use that more than Illustrator? I started using that that program out more now because I just got it, and I was like, it makes everything so easy. Like it already comes in vector form. So like all I had to do is just send it off to as soon as I finish drawing, just send it off to uh, the to, print to the print, and that's it. So you don't fuck with Illustrator that much? Um, not not on the computer anymore. So you don't need to. I don't need to. I, I have my Apple Pencil and my 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 iPad Pro. So I'm thinking about uh, you know well shit my birthday passed <laughs> yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, for Halloween, I want a prison in every for Thursday. <laughs> For Thanksgiving, for Thursday, <laughs> no turkey. But uh, uh, Jesus Trejo, man, I seen him go in. I saw him cook up a flyer in Denver yeah. for his uh, all Spanish uh, trifecta show, which I'd love to just attend. Uh, follow Jesus Trejo one on Instagram, man. I'm telling you, man, that's the next frontier. Like yeah. all of us, you, you speak Spanish, right, Luis? Yeah. So all three of us here are pretty fluent. I yeah. mean. I, I know I'd be considered a bocho like if I want to do a show in Monterrey mm-hmm. or the FN. Yeah. But my Spanish, I mean, I could work on it too. Mm-hmm. I, I can make sure my script is tight. But I know that's the next frontier, bro. Like Translating the jokes, I think. I've been trying to work on it lately too. I'm just like, man, how, how can I even go about writing material in Spanish? But I've talked to comedians that do Spanish and they're like, bro, just translate your material. And he goes, every Spanish audience he's ever done has always been real cool and chill because there's so lack of Spanish comedy, stand-up comedy, yeah. that they're willing to... If they're going to go see the shows because they want to go watch a stand-up show, and they're going to be good, you know? So yeah. page, they're going to be patient with they're your punchlines? They're going to be everything, you know, they know. I think so, I'm going to try it probably in October, October 15th, I think, which is a date for one of the shows. I'm going to go try it out at least 10 minutes and see what happens. Man, I want to... Uh, it's a lot of work having a room, but maybe if it were even like a monthly 
where um, we would do all Spanish. Like pretend, pretend it's like a monthly thing at the Houston Improv or like Joke Joint or uh, worst case, like a bar or something, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, to have a place to where we could rehearse our shit, you know what I'm saying? Test mm -hmm. out shit in Spanish and yeah. how you gonna deliver it, we what words. Y'all did it? Yeah. We can. Yeah. Once a month. I'm pretty sure uh, there's a, a lot of my comedian friends who, who are are uh, able to flip the script. Yeah. But think about it, man. That's twice the opportunity, man. Now you can... Hey, man, if you kill in Spanish, you're not only doing... Uh, I've never seen like a Chicano do it, but if, it's, if you do it right, not only will you blow up in Mexico... All of Latin America, yeah. like um, not taking it like Carlos Beltran, uh, Escamilla, mm -hmm. Franco Escamilla. These dudes, they're just that good. They're just that fucking funny, and it's not because like all oh, people are thirsty for uh, you know Spanish. But hey, they're doing fucking yeah, Central yeah. America, South America. Yeah. Uh, you know what else Fr uh, Franco did? He's done international shows because in a lot of countries like China. And just all over Europe, there's Mexican communities, um, yeah, like people that are like from mm -hmm. the EFE and shit, and they just post it up, and it's just a bunch of them, and they're just, hey, why be an immigrant to America when you could be an immigrant anywhere in the world? So yeah. those people came out to Franco's uh, show. Oh, so think yeah. about it, man. Netflix specials too, right? Yeah, he has a couple. Yeah. Who's the guy with the glasses and long hair? Carlos Be Be oh, Carlos Vallarta. Vallarta. Okay. Bro, he is so dope, man. Yeah, he's he, fun. He reminds me like a uh, like a Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Yeah, but like Mexican style, bro. That's, oh, man, that dude. Have that you seen his stuff? I haven't seen it. I've seen some pictures of him, and I was like, oh, I just heard that he's killing it. Yeah, that dude is so old, working. Yeah. yeah, you can almost compare him maybe, I wouldn't say like Louis C.K. per se, or Bill Burr, uh, but his delivery is very Mitch Hedberg, okay. but uh, it's very like, makes you think, uh, he challenges uh, social norms from Mexico City, like he'll break some mm -hmm. shit down, yeah. uh, some like everyday Mexican life, yeah. he'll, 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 he's the one that did the joke about uh, Juan Diego y, y la Virgen, the Guadalupe. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that joke, bro. That joke goes so hard. Because it's like... Cultural, political, so social. He, but he's from Mexico. Yeah. Okay. But as far as doing Spanish comedy here, it's a regional thing. Like to do shows here. So you think that people are going to come out to see a Spanish show, or mostly Spanish speakers, or are going to be more like Mexican American? Well, dog, but you don't know how. Did you know how Latinos are here in, in Dallas alone? Yeah. That you know of. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, think about think about think about uh, the crowds we had, or that we have in general. How sometimes you're able to get away with a whole bunch of like little uh, yeah. like when, midnight when you do the one about a, a homeboy eating ass. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and, and you're like, oh no 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 not that one because you do do Spanish there too. The one about uh you getting tired. It's like, hi, we. Oh, yeah, no, you say it feels no. like you're getting stabbed. Yeah. When you're like, <laughs> like, hey, dude, when you did it in Spanish, to me, it was, was like, pop. it was just funnier. Yeah, it had a bigger pop than it was. Yeah. I know that we? this weekend, both y'all. Just the tags and the, the things, the way you act and react. I'm like, man, it's just something I gotta try to figure out because I'm just repeating my joke. Bam, bam. No man, don't honestly, bro. Don't overthink it because yeah. not everybody has to be like. Look at look at Jerry Garcia 
compared to Jesus Sepulveda. It's night and day. Yeah. Like Jerry, you know, he's like, I rely on the punch, compa. Like, I need, <laughs> I need the words yeah, yeah, to yeah. do what they're supposed he to is, do. I saw his HBO Latino, I think, last week. Man, and I, I need to get The up. fucking... I never heard his material. Oh, the Ghostbusters joke? The Ghostbusters? Oh, oh man. man. I couldn't stop laughing. I thought, damn, that's a good that, Hey, man. That dude is Very funny. And then, and then Jesus Sepulveda, same show, you know, roommates, they, you know, they're homies, and, but their styles are like night and day, whereas Sepulveda is act out, it's painting the picture, mm. it's almost like a sketch, like yeah. you're seeing, like very physical, Jim Carrey. Bro, in Chicago, you know how the green room is, is there's a curtain, and yeah. then the stage is right there? Remember Chicago, when you almost start crying on stage? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, got yeah. the standing ovation, yeah, yeah. he was crying. I appreciate you. I, I, seen, I seen one dude this weekend bow to midnight. He, he got, he went like this. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling him because uh, our shirts were right next to each other. And some guy comes up to him, he said, man, you was funny, dog. <laughs> you tripped me out, bro. Like, he's like, for real, man. That joke. He's like, no, he's like, no, he's like, that joke about 20 that dark skin girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nah, it's, it's that fool. And I turned to the right, midnight sitting there with these two girls <laughs> taking a picture. I'm just like, it's like the fight that Some movie is, dog. It's like, jealousy. <laughs> the jealousy. Just because he blessed. <laughs> Just, just simply, <laughs> simply because he blessed. Oh man! Say it with me. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Oh, so what I was saying, <laughs> Chicago, Jesus Sepulveda. This motherfucker, I heard, like stool, and I, I, I peeped behind the curtain to see what the fuck he's doing. Uh-huh. This motherfucker's on the ground, like laying down, like. I was like, wow, that's total commitment to the fucking act out. Mm-hmm. I went on stage right after, and I was like, hey, man, give it up one more time for this man. He threw himself across the stage, almost got a concussion, like went in a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I had to acknowledge that shit. Like, bro, he, what are you going to do? Yeah. You about to go talk about your baby being born. This man just threw himself on the floor. Afterwards, I gave him props. And he's like, nah, man, I met him pese, wey. Like, he's like, I didn't, he's like, he said, that was, he said, that was, he said, that was my commitment. He said, that was by mistake. I said, hey, bro, you might want to be doing shit by mistake too, man. I was like, you might want to keep hurting yourself like that, because, uh. And it just gets funny, man. Like, if you do it, and the way you react to it, it's just funny. That's really what he did. He got a real good, uh, applause break this weekend, uh, with just, a. An act out. Yeah. He said something about the croissant, the croissage. Oh, yeah. And it hit, and then you just laughed at your own joke, hit the wall. Oh, word. Down, and yeah. then let the crowd pause, and then he just all started clapping. It's, like, it's like you were putting on a show, dude. It was, bro. Or it was technically. He, but, like, I don't want to give away your material, but, like, those parts where you, like, make a mistake, and you blame it on you. Man, I'm really stretching that GED. Yeah. But, yeah. dude. Man, bro, I was in the green room, I had the speakers on, and I heard you do like one of those. And I was like, he's really good at uh, making those those uh, mistakes seem very like natural. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this fucking, I was jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> Just cause blessed. Simply because. I wonder, like, I wonder how he does it. It's all the yeah. times that, that I've been like lying to my girl and I had to fucking act it out. <laughs> I'll be lying for some petty shit for anything, dog. Anything. Mm. She's like, uh, did you take out the trash? Like, no, I ain't take out the trash. But I would say, yeah. Yes. And I'll be like, yeah, I, I, I put that trash. Then she goes, Junior, 
I see that the trash is not being let out. I was like, man, I was just gonna do it later. I just, I just told you that to 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 stop cheating on my case. <laughs> so uh, that's it, man. And stop, stop nagging. We we'll go do it in a little bit. Just chill, chill out. It's gonna get it's done. Already done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then the next day, trash <laughs> <laughs> three bags of trash. Three bags of trash right there, dog. Just, yeah, man. You might want to just make sure uh, your girl doesn't subscribe to the What yeah. Did He Say podcast. Yeah. Now available on Stitcher. What you listening to? I don't listen to the Chingo podcast. Yeah, don't. Uh, you know, no, you know what? Uh, it's, it's not even. It's not. It's don't don't let her hear this episode. Yeah, babe. We just talked about the show. That's, that's all. That's it. It wasn't that's nothing, that's nothing that's much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't nothing interesting. It wasn't about that trash thing. Girl <laughs> <laughs> specific. Yeah, she's the one that told me to mop the floors. Oh, man. Este, what I'm gonna do. Oh, what'd you use? <laughs> yeah, look at the floor. It smells good in here. It's uh, I used the uh, lemon pie song, like lemon. It's pinot. Lemon pie song, pinot. Yeah. Man, but it was, it was so concentrated. You also got some candles lit. You yeah, know like a lot of candles yeah. in this bitch. Yeah. You know, I don't know if y'all can hear the vibe, but I'm sure y'all can <laughs> sense. Oh, it's a, it's a namaste vibe up in here. sexual in here. <laughs> It's a namaste vibe. Weird vibes going on. Motherfucker trying to seduce us, bro. <laughs> hey. Man, what the hell? <laughs> it smell like lavender in here. Eucalyptus. That's for them hoes. That's for the hoes. That's for the hoes, baby. for all the bitches. You know what I mean? For the bitches, that's what you said. I got, this, I got the candle. For, look at this candle. This candle is real nice, man. I didn't buy that for you or for Chingo. I bought it for the baby, man. Yeah. That's like, hey, that's like that Cat Williams joke about, uh, about uh, what's it, R. Kelly? No, uh, Michael Jackson, y'all remember that? Uh-huh. But he's he's like, I think I think that was uh, Cat Williams. He said, basically, he was saying like Michael Jackson got the roller coasters and the petting zoo because that's what little kids like. He's yeah. like, can I come to my house? I got shit that ain't even for me. You know, <laughs> that's for the bitches. That's for the bitches. And this podcast has come full circle, man. Because, oh damn! You know, we started talking about what jealousy. Did he, what did he say though? What? what did he say? What did he say? So he was. Um, oh, I think it was the silk pillow. Oh, and the joke? No, I'm talking about uh, about, about Tiffany Haddish. Okay, yeah. So he's talking about like hypnotic and shit like that in the joke. But uh, yeah. So she don't mess up her hair, satin pillow, or whatever. So with Tiffany Haddish, he was on the radio station, and uh, somebody's phone ringing. Somebody from two five four. Okay, so what he said about Tiffany Haddish, man, is um. He was basically like, almost like discrediting her. Basically, like she didn't really um, like her little monologue at SNL. You know, there were writers, and you know, I'm a writer. I go by what you wrote. And then he was saying like, how many female OG comedians he's had on the road that have paid dues. And he's like, you can't name not one Tiffany Haddish joke. Like, what's your favorite Tiffany Haddish joke? You know? And it's like, ooh, why'd you go there, cat? He's like, she's been telling jokes since she was 16, but I don't feel like she's properly learned how to tell, you know? And then he started bragging, talking about he has more specials than anybody. He he knew the number. He's like, six more than, you know, Dave Chappelle, four more than Martin Lawrence. He just kept, like, doing all the stats. Uh, So, yeah, you know, it was kind of like, all right, bro, kind of bragging. Like you don't keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. But some people just don't need jealousy. You know what I'm saying? So he just wants to be what considered one of the greats or something. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Because Kevin Hart is now one of the greats 
or the greatest probably this generation. It so depends like on what you go by. Stadiums. Yeah, it depends on what you go by. So if you go by like business, you know, ticket sales, it's like yeah, he's kind of the pinnacle uh, up there with your. Not only that, man, you gotta make at least. He's filling up football fields. Yeah, but he's helping people, putting people on too. Yeah. Yeah, like part of the cities, like man. That the, the movie Night School was written by his crew. It's like him and his crew. Yeah. So you true. see all like like the cast of Rowan. I like him. Yeah, I like bro. him. He's yeah. like he's like Will Smith to me. He's one of those dudes. that's like yeah. okay, he's a powerful person. Like The Rock. What he's doing. The Rock is coming. Yeah, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. They all take care of people that they. Yeah. Or um, or even you just see how disciplined they are. Like like how um, like superstar yet. Yeah. Get hump come come across as humble, and just really man, the shit that fucks me up is when this fool be exercising like a motherfucker, and I'll be like, man, I'm not getting up at no four a.m. to run, like running ain't really my thing. Yes. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll um, I'll just be a little winded in, in like boxing or or whatever, and and I just be like, yeah, I kind of been you know eating and uh, I've been probably smoking too much. You know, mm-hmm. and you start feeling like, man, I used to better jump this rope a little bit easier. And, and then I see Kevin Hart and the shit he's doing is jealousy. He's still working yeah. out, getting up every morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm being all healthy and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, damn, man, I'm over here like, I'm lazy in bed looking at Instagram and you posted some shit at 3 a.m. I'm in fucking Dubai going for a stroll and I brought my trainer with me and went yeah. to the stadium yeah, show. You had the doctor's office. <laughs> Jealousy. Getting checked, getting checked out for this boulder in the bed. This big old pimple that don't don't, don't pop. <laughs> oh, that's cold. I, that's one of the main reasons I had got into comedy too was that because comedians work at night. I figured I just wanted to do comedy on the weekends, and that was it. Now it's starting to be a bigger picture. It's starting to feel like oh, maybe this can be something big. Especially seeing somebody like Kevin Hart, who wouldn't want to be. Did, did did your brother give you props like, like uh, oh was he jealousy? <laughs> was he like, dude, you fucking killed it? Like that was Marco? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, he doesn't. He didn't give you props. Nah. He wasn't like, hey man. That's our relationship though. He wasn't like, hey man, you did you did good up there, bro. Yeah. Like you fucking killed it. Yeah, we're pretty close. He's a, he's a year younger than me. You know, we shared a bed till we're uh, older and shit. <laughs> till till last week. <laughs> till last week. <laughs> they, they, last they shared week. a bed till last week. Yeah, we we was close, my brother. You know. But I'm close with my brothers anyways. So yeah. we're supportive in a different way. We don't have to, you know. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like he'll come up to me. That's all right, I guess. Yeah. That was it. Kind that of thing. Yeah. yeah, to me, it's like, all right. Then that, did yeah, fucking well. Good, yeah. Yeah, man. You were killing. You were killing. Chingo was killing. And then we got a little pop in the pig up in there. <laughs> that shit threw me off, bro. And I almost got frustrated. Because I was even like, bro, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Yeah. I like just paced and I was like, oh my God, that, you, you're that about to really get on my nerves, bro. The fucking pig, man. It was just like, bro, you, like he might, who knows? I don't know if he's going to listen to this or not, but it's almost like, man, you got to kind of like uh, peep game and be uh what's the word? How do you the smuggle? Wearable. Yeah. How do you smuggle? How do you smuggle? How do you smuggle a pig in the, in the, in the comedy club, bro? I mean, you just got to be like self-aware. Like he's trying really hard with the pig, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just, I mean, I'm sitting, he's doing something right because I'm sitting here talking about him. So that's how they're going. Some people might look at it like, oh, he's doing good, bro. But it's like, hey, man, just be self-aware to know I might be doing too much right now at this show. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I might Literally, be a little bit more jewelry than I was. He said to. right up front, right up front. Did you hear the whole conversation he was trying to have? I didn't hear him. I saw he was like trying to selfie and say something, bro. To him. He was like, yeah, hey, hey, uh, I just spoke to uh, hey, uh, Kid Frost said, what's up? And, and uh, Baby Bash, he he's in Northridge right now. And I'm thinking like, oh man, who gave this kid that much access to where he can now mm-hmm. just? And I'm like. They don't. You know they I mean? don't know that he's he's out here acting like this. Yeah, they're encouraging. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think some people don't have that filter. Like some of like we had that filter that was like, all right, man, I think I'm doing a little bit more extra stuff. Like I had a rooster, mm-hmm. but I knew where not to take the rooster. Yeah. Need yeah. a rooster in the backyard 99 percent of the time. <laughs> Give me a comment. Unless it's like, like, hey, I got a rooster. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's like a music video or like a photo shoot or maybe a car show. It, it makes sense now that he had that pig the whole time because the whole show he was like kind of like nervous looking. Yeah, he was. Because he wasn't like, he was like, because his friends were laughing. But he was just like. And that fucking throws off the yeah. vibe because it's like, man, you're not even participating and nah. playing the role. And those are usually the only people you can see from the stage because the lights are so bright and the people are closest to the stage. So you want them to be more, you know, yeah, more yeah, we're, we're gauging. Yeah, we're yeah. gauging sometimes based on what you can see. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Sometimes people do come. And you know what? I I will say this. Like, I love my rap past because it made me who I am today. It got me to where I am today. A lot of people from that come to the shows, a lot of them do know me from back in the day. They have been supporting for years through all the different little phases and different shit. Tried DJing and shit for a little while. But they've been very fucking supportive. So I'm careful not to like curse my rap past by almost being like, see man, that's the type of shit I was trying to goddamn get away from. Yeah. Like not knowing how to behave and just making my job difficult. And I even said, I was like, bro, yeah. I looked at the crowd, I was like, damn man, you don't ever just be at work. And yeah. <laughs> I think like, I think you know, like now you know how to, how to at least handle that situation because now you've had so much experience that when something does creep up like that, that that just like gets you out of your your set that you're trying to do. Now you know how to handle it, and then go back to your set. Yeah, you know? I, I've gotten better, but like I say, honestly, that one really threw me off. Yeah. Only because it was like annoying. It's like, bro, we just told you, like, put the phone away. You're holding up the phone, and you're talking to me, and then you pulling out a pig. Well, he pulled out the pig at the end. <laughs> just like, he, that he was deemed himself a little bit. That yeah. was the punchline. It's like, bitch, like, you had a pig in his like, He was talking to you, man, but he, he got it. Was like, it was like the pig was his golden goose. He was nigga. waiting the whole just, time. Ah. He's like, this motherfucker's going on Instagram. How many, how many hoes do you think pig. he pulled off the pig? Like, oh my god, three, the fucking pop belly. Like, what type of bitch? Hey, <laughs> hey man. And uh, I think this fool had tagged me in some shit. I clicked a post of his. This motherfucker was in a strip club. With the pig and like smacking bitches' asses, petting the pig, <laughs> slapping the bitches' ass, petting the pig, and when oh, I was just shit. like, this hoe got pig germs oh, on her ass, bro. Yeah. Like she went to strip that day and didn't know she was gonna catch swine flu in the pussy. Jesus. Pig coughing in her shit. That's frustrating. Put the little white, the Japanese mask mm. on, on the on the torta. <laughs> It's swine flu. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time. Have you ever have you ever had a heckler so bad that you lose your cool and you're like, get this guy out of here. You got to move this person. Yeah. What what happened? 
they took him out. But like, what was he doing or what what situation? What club? Uh, I think he was drunk, and he said that, that none of my jokes were laughing. But it was he was he was the only one that was that wasn't laughing. He was saying like boo, and he was booing. He was booing me, and then they were all like, "Damn!" Uh, I think that's the only time I'd get fucking pissed. Like, yeah, I'd just get mad. If somebody booed, I'd be like, "Bill Burr just fucking going off," you know. And I usually try to keep my cool. Nobody really heckles, but when I used to do a lot of bar shows, fuck, I, yeah, I can't do it. Man, you know what I'm saying? I got this restraining order. Come to blows or something. That's just your probation. You know what I'm saying? I can't get nobody. You know There's no paperwork, so I just I just let you make it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I remember one time when I, I had only been doing comedy a year. I had no business filming my shit because I obviously didn't know how much work I really needed, yeah, yeah. how bad shit really was from the first year. But it was just like, well, the good thing is it was great practice because by the time we shot the Netflix, which was still arguably very early, because uh-huh. I because I saw that shit the other day and I'm my own worst critic. I was like, oh man, they should have cut that out. Why did I say that? And then I started remembering. Man, why didn't that joke hit? And, and I remember that's when the mic went out on one of the takes. The mic broke, and uh, the other mic didn't pick up, so I only had one take, really. But anyway, anyway, when I shot in Far yeah. the first time, there was this little dude in the front. It was a shit ton of people. And uh, I had a little film crew and shit. I thought, worst case, I could just kind of put it on YouTube or something. I don't know. Or sell it on DVD. And um, it was a ton of people. As soon as I went out there, we had this crazy set. I was trying to squeeze in a song at the beginning. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But finally, when I get to the jokes part, uh, this guy just is wanting to talk. Yeah, chicka bling, something, something, something. All right, man, cool. And of course, I'm super green, inexperienced, and I'm filming it. So I just was conscious of the cameras and like got in my own head and shit. And this guy was like, oh, no. I had a flashback of like this one show I did where the CD didn't work. And it just threw off my whole, like, dude, the fucking CD's not playing. What are we going to do? It was one of those. So long story short, I was like, I, somebody help me out, man. Yeah. They don't really have staff there, really, or ushers. But I was like, can somebody please, from my fucking team, like, we need to move this guy to a further back row. Cause, and then I, then I realized, oh, he's a little off. And, oh. and, I, and, I, and, I, and yeah, he was a little <laughs> off. Like, he wasn't yeah. all there, you know. He has something going on with him. Tamalito. Sí, güey. Tamalito. Tamalito, güey. Tamalito, malito. Tamalito, mijo. Like, he got away with it for like a minute. And then I, <laughs> and then I, I was mad at myself for, for getting thrown off off top. It's like, bro, you literally... It's like yeah. stepping in the ring and you like slip yeah. on your shoe. And it's like, fuck, yeah. can we just start this shit over? Yeah. It gets, it gets real frustrating, man. Especially in the beginning when you don't know how to handle it. Or you don't have something right away, so you get just make him shut up. But it, it gets it gets it gets bad, man. Malitos, yeah, man. <laughs> but you can't do nothing with tamalitos, bro. You can, but then you yeah, you know, you're like an asshole. Yeah, but it's like, man, my mom, my mom said that to somebody like you know, one time. It's like you know, no lo mires porque tamalito. Like what the fuck is me watching him? Like you know, no no lo mires porque tamalito. Ay pobrecito tamalito. Ay dios mío. Tamalito, chiquito. los tamalotes. Oh man, that would be your response if you do it on Boy. stage. Okay. That. My mom. Yeah. 
Yeah. He would say, nah, I can't mess with him. Okay. My mom was like, no, 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 no. Those no, no, no. are no. no. a good tag uh, anyway. It's just a hat. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool, right? What, tamalito? Stage. Uh, I, uh, like for a heckler? For a heckler? For a heckler. Okay, I'm like, leave alone. I'm like, like man, man, I would go in on your ass, but my mom told me, okay, yeah, I can't, I can't. When people a little slow, yeah. be nice to him. You say, no, it's que tamalito. No, tamalito. Tamalito, boy. I'd go in on him, but no, tamalito. <laughs> El podcast más chingón Puras entrevistas machín Yo, we appreciate y'all tuning in uh, We were just riffing today Talked about movies and shit But thanks to everybody that came to the shows uh, Five fucking sold out shows In uh, Arlington Improv Thank you for the love, Dallas. People came from Waco. People came from far. San Tyler, Angelo. Yeah, San Angelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, Texas. Mesquite. Huntsville. <laughs> Huntsville. Yeah. Huntsville. Just super, super blessed, man. We're thankful. We're grateful. Uh, y'all want to shout out y'all's Instagrams? Yeah, man. If you want to follow me, uh, Luis Hardest Comic. And follow me at Midnight Comedy, which is M-I-D-N-I-T-E. I spell it like that because I just got my G-E-D. Comedy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, again, thanks. Tell a friend if you enjoy it. We just want to work on it. Uh, and today's audio, uh, I didn't bring my, my new mics. So I brought this, this other device. But anyway, I'll give that disclaimer in the beginning. Uh, we're out here in Dallas. We're hanging out. Next stops, Ontario, Wichita, Oklahoma City, Albuquerque. Spread the word. Chingoblin.com. Thank you. Se la lavan y se toman la...